Hey, Christian podcasters and creatives, it is time for the event of the year, the 2023 Spark Media Podcast Conference and Award Ceremony. Come connect with trailblazers, authors, publishers, Christian speakers, business leaders, and more this fall in Houston, Texas on September 28th to the 30th. Learn from industry experts and celebrate the most captive voices in Christian podcasting. The Spark Media Ignite event is more than a conference. It is a celebration of Christian community where passion meets kingdom innovation. Don't miss out. Come spark your soul message and ignite your voice at the 2023 Spark Media Podcast Conference and Award Ceremony. Get your tickets today at sparkmedia.ventures. You are listening to the Spark Influence Podcast with Spark Media founders, Peter and Misty Phillip. Spark Influence is a podcast about living a life with intention in marriage, family, ministry, and as business leaders. This show is brought to you by the Spark Media Podcast Network. Visit sparkmedia.ventures for more inspiring podcasts. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Spark Influence Podcast with Peter and Misty Phillip. Hey, baby. Hey there. I'm so excited to be back on our last episode. We talked about how to respond when Christians in business don't behave like Christians. And on today's episode, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into this conversation about self. Are we in it just for ourselves or are we thinking about our future, our children, their future? Today we're going to talk about legacy and this is is more than just what we're going to leave behind when we're gone. It's about how we're going to live our life today in, in a way that we can influence others, but influence others long after we're gone. So that's what I wanted to talk about today is the importance of legacy from a couple of different angles. And I thought we would start by talking about right now we're helping our son purchase a home near us so that when he has children that they can live near us. And that's something that is very near and dear to our heart is, is, is helping you know, our children to be successful in the world, but then also we want them to be close to us so that we can have an influence as, as they grow a family. Yeah. So this is a couple of different topics, like all in one, right? It's because it's not just legacy. So whether it's business legacy or financial legacy, but it's also faith legacy and charity legacy. Like what, what things are we building that are going to live beyond us, that our children are going to cherish and embrace and that their children are going to cherish and embrace. And that doesn't have to just be that we all live by each other, although we're Italian and we all think we could live right next door to each other. It's fine with that. But it's also what kind of faith legacy are we leaving for them and and what kind of charitable good works and that kind of concept that they're going to carry that forward. What do those things look like? And a lot of the world teaches you currently to have, which is like Wall Street, right? Everything's a quarter away. You know, we're looking three months, and that's all we ever look and plan really is three months, right? But 
we really should be looking. We we want, like the you know the saying goes that wise men plant trees that they never will sit under, right? They know they'll never sit under the shade of that tree because it's something that's going to happen fifty years from now. And do we are we setting that up with our kids and with the, for our grandkids some type of legacy that will that will be, you know what 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 would be honorable to the Lord, but also be fruitful for our children and their children. I love that this is a topic that you've been thinking a lot about and in your quiet time with the Lord, that that's something that he has really been speaking to you. And I think part of that comes when you get to our age, right? You start thinking about, you know, what am I going to do with the time that I have left on this earth and, and how can I make an impact? So I want to break this down into a couple of different ways. So number one would be personal legacy. We all shape our personal legacies daily through our actions, decisions, and interactions with others. Whether you're a parent, a business owner, or simply a person who wants to make a difference, your personal legacy encapsulates the positive impact that you have on those around you. And so what are some ways that we can have a personal legacy? What are some things that we can do today that can impact future generations? I, we talked about the dinner table many, many times, right? And right. So from a personal legacy standpoint, what do what you say and do and believe and how you interact with the world will color and change all those around you? So do your children know all the things you want them to know? Like, have you told, like, so we, but we both don't have parents. We've lost both our parents on both sides. And, and one, like I lost my mom in the snap of a finger and that was unexpected. And there was, you know, when that happens, you don't have time to say the things you want to say. Right. But my dad was slower because cancer's evil and it took a while, but it gave us this beautiful opportunity to talk and, and, and have this sort of the conversations we might not have ever had a, if if things weren't going that way, but, but what it brought forward is like for us, personal legacy to me means, do you know all the cool stuff that happened to my parents and to me in my life? Like, do my kids know all the crazy stuff I did and the fun things that I've encountered and the places I've been and things I've seen? So passing down not only stories and family history, but also imparting wisdom on the next generation. Like lots and lots of lessons. Yeah. Right? And sometimes you don't always get to teach those lessons because some of the situations don't arise. But, but instilling in them an understand, a deep understanding of all things that made me what I am, that's really important because I am, I am the uh, sum of the activities and things that have happened in my life that shaped me from that standpoint. And they're not going to look the same because they're not going to have the same things. So I want it's really important that they know I am this way because of these things. Yeah, that's really good. I think another thing that we can do is we can emphasize our values like integrity and personal responsibility. Those all wound up in that. Compassion, right? All of those things. And all of those things go to creating a lasting effect on both our family and future generation, but also on those around us as well. Another area I kind of like to dive into is a professional legacy. So 
Moving into the professional realm, your legacy isn't just your job title or your financial success. It's about the influence and inspiration that you provide to others that you work with and in your industry and in your field. So I'd love to know from you as as a business leader with a pretty remarkable professional legacy, I've seen the way that you have helped others along and just been you know, you have people that you have worked with for years who they, you, you are a trusted advisor to them. You are a mentor to, to people still to this day that you worked with, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And so I love that. So what are some ways that we can leave a professional legacy? I think the shortest answer, which I don't want to sound, you know, cliched, but if you if you live your faith in your business, then it's gonna it's just gonna happen, right? Treat people like you want to be treated. Be kind. Don't step on people to get where you want to go, and always pull somebody up. Like bring them with you, and just be a kind, generous person. Like those are not hard things. They're really not. But the business world is is full of people who don't see that or believe that. And that legacy is why, I, I mean, I've been doing this for 25 plus years. I have, like you said, people that I've worked with for 25 years. And I still help people to this day that I've known for a long time or people that I've just met. And that comes from doing those things, being that person, right? Be a Christian, be a believer, be a, be a, be a gentle soul with the people in the business world because it's not a fun place really. Yeah. God says, love him with all of our hearts and souls and our minds and our strength, and then to love others. And so I think that that is, is a great thing that we can do is just to be kind and be yeah. loving towards others. And I think that goes a long way, especially as the love of many is, is growing cold. I think that people will know us by our love. So the Kind of the last sort of area I wanted to touch on as as far as legacy is, I think that we can have an impact on our community. So we've talked about personal, we've talked about professional. Now I want to move into like what we can do in, in our communities, but also philanthropic legacy. And this is something that you and I have, to, have talked about, about what we want to do in the future about some of the areas that God has called us to serve in and things that we're passionate about, places that we want to help people and what that will look like. So I think that's the way that we can uh, build a better tomorrow and an enduring legacy that benefits society as a whole. When we start thinking about others more than ourselves. We touched on this in, in the last episode, but I think it's really, really important because we live in this selfie, selfish culture. So how do we shift the focus off of ourselves and to put it on others? And I think there's lots of different ways that we can have an impact on our community. You know, we're all gifted in different ways. Yep. So some people may not have the financial resources to be philanthropic, right? 
right? But they may be an incredible prayer warrior, or they may have a skill, like they may be able to sew, so they can sew pillowcases for the homeless, or they can sew clothes that can be shipped overseas to Uganda or wherever, to Haiti. So we all have these gifts and talents that God has given us. And I think that we can use those gifts and talents that he's given us to serve people in a greater community. And so sometimes that's our gifts and talents. Sometimes it is our money because some people are gifted with the, uh, you know, with giving. That is a gift that they have. Some people have more resources than others. So I'd love your thoughts on on either one of those things or both. No, I like the... you use you use a phrase just like you know how do you apply your time talents and do you say it three three things time talents and resources yeah time yeah. talents resources so you know when you're younger I I get like when you're younger you're grinding you're trying to make a living you're not super philanthropic like you know it's really, it's really hard to 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 do philanthropy when you're like waiting for the next paycheck to drop so you can finish buying groceries and that kind of thing. But that God, God's ordered that, and he, he's, that's not what he's calling you to be or do, right? But it may be some other skill that you have that you, like you said, that is really, really powerful. Like, say you're a master electrician, and you are full-time just kicking it out the door all the time working, but God's called you to go help the poor who can't necessarily afford it and go fix things up. Whether you, whether you just donate a, a one day a month or two days a month where you go – and you go help people in their home and you fix the things that are wrong so that they don't burn down. Or if you're a plumber or you're a welder and you go help people fix or a mechanic and you can help people fix their cars. Like there's tons of ability for you to create a legacy. And if you've, if you have young kids, you bring them with you, let them see what you're doing, let them see your help, let them, let them, and they'll absorb that and that'll become something they will do in their life as they go forward. But then for others, yes, typically when you get more farther along in years and you've had a chance to build, you know, some, some wealth, then absolutely using your dollars to, to really do and that because those, those are force, force multipliers, right? Dollars can be brought to bear and bring a lot of things that are helpful to a lot of people. So you can operate more at scale than you were able to necessarily if you were a single threaded person helping or doing. So I think you need to look at what you can do. But your mind should be this. What am I doing now that's going to benefit my children and my children's children? Is the Lord asking me to do this? And my kids see me doing this? Am I building a charitable spirit in their heart? Like, am I, am I letting them see the hardships that others have and they're appreciative of what they have? Right? And so all those things go to building a powerful legacy, both of appreciation and gratitude, but also of a charitable spirit, which I think the world is, you know, you know, there's the charity giving equation where you look at, you know, for every dollar given, how much goes to the actual charity, right? And you'll see charities where it's like 91 cents goes to supporting the foundation and charity and nine cents goes to the people it's intended for, right? That they're not doing it right. And they're, and that's not what it really is. Um, unless that nine cents is, is billions of dollars in which, uh, you know, maybe it is sometimes, but having, having, doing those things, to really instill that because for the legacy you want to leave behind is one that was grateful and was charitable, right? Those are really important things to have. What would you rather have on your tombstone? He worked 60 hours a week or he was a charitable, giving, loving father. 
Right. I don't think that anyone gets to their deathbed and goes, man, I should have worked more. Man, I could have given more money if I would have worked more. No, it's about, you're right. It's about your heart, attitude. Everything is about the heart. It's all about the heart. And I love the way you are such a great example to our children of of being grateful and thankful. I think that you model that for them really well. You have a heart of of gratitude and Thank I've you. I've tried to really serve in different ways to show them what service looks like. And we can always be praying, I think, praying with our kids and praying for others. It yeah. goes goes into that as well. So being you know, you, you talked about you liked the, the time, talent, and resources. Let's go back to that for just a minute. I think that you're right. When you're younger, you're, you don't even know what, what you necessarily, yeah. what your purpose <laughs> in the world is, right? Yeah, you, know, you don't, you don't know you what you're, know where your next paycheck's coming from, right? right? Yeah, I get it. You haven't really had time to assess what your talents are or your spiritual gifts. And so, you know, really understanding your purpose and your identifying your talents and then understanding the resources that you have, whether it's financial resources, maybe you have connections. And so being generous with your connections, that's one of the, the gifts that I have is that I'm a connector, yes. I'm a connector of people. It's one of my superpowers. If I have a superpower besides being barefoot in the kitchen cooking, it would be being a super connector. And I'm very generous with those connections you are. Yeah. because that's a way that I can help to build the kingdom of God is by connecting other people who are doing amazing things. You know, something you said, put this in my head, you know, God is a God of lineage. Like just look at the old Testament, vast amounts of the old Testament are completely dedicated to lineages of people and father and son and son and son. And he knows all your generations and every generation that's going to come after you. He knows all of your descendants forever he knows them all and he is a god who wants you to set up things so that it is propagated through your generations like through your lineage your history the history of what's going to be your future right the the future of your children and your children's children and he he's rich in that like that's all over the bible and he he he's I, i believe he sets us up to to have that but we don't think that way anymore we think so short term we think so short um, short-sightedness that we're not saying this is this is important this will impact the future and my my children's future and their future and a larger generation future right? it doesn't always have to be direct lineage right i'm not saying it's just you're only out for your family and your kids right because that that probably won't go as you expect but <laughs> but having that mindset is is important and i, I think thinking that way people if you, people start looking at it differently then it will change a lot of activities that you do uh, and i'm not saying like you skip that vacation because you want to squirrel that money away because you're thinking your kids are going to need something 50 years from now like that's not how that works i'm talking about power powerful legacies that you're going to build that are not based on just those things but but the gratitude the giving the helping others the things that christians all profess to want to have and do and be we and need to be instilling that and growing that in our children because they're going to they're going to shine that lamp brightly as well and it's going to impact others and it's going to keep going. 
I, I love that you said that God is a God of lineage. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that, but it's so true. I mean, this person begat that person begat that person. It's all about genealogies. It's all about heritage and lineage. And in scripture, it says that a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. And that just speaks to what you were saying. A good man is going to leave a godly heritage to not only his children, but to his children's children. So you were thinking far beyond yourself to future generations. And that is maybe within our family circle, but also beyond our families and our communities. And yeah, I love that. God is a God of lineage. I like that. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's I, I, so like so. Things God's put on my heart recently was, you know, how do we help and support the things that matter to us because it's impacted us. So we have a special needs son. He has a specific condition. It is a non curable, hard to reverse. You know, in any any significant way, situation, and it's a lifelong thing. And if people don't understand it or haven't been around it, then they don't, you know, it's hard. It's it's not super publicized, and so it's, it's hard to understand. There's not a lot of resources, and everything special needs just means it's 4X expensive for the same stupid thing that you would normally get somewhere else. But, you know, he, he's put on my hard look. You start a foundation. Like having a, having a, a foundation that we can pour resources into, then that can then go out and do this work. And help, whether it's education or whether it's just helping families, you know, find money and dollars and resources to help with raising them and managing them and kind of having to grow up with them. Like those kind of things, you know, and having my children maybe work in the foundation, like let them be the ones that run and grow that. And they're fully philanthropic and they're doing this work. Like I would, to me, that's far better than what the rest of the world offers, right? Because they're doing things that matter kingdom matters not just commerce matters right so there's a difference now the, the, they go hand in hand because you have to have dollars obviously to operate this but you know i think looking for legacy it looks very different than what i if you'd asked me this question when i was 35 i would have had a very different answer right very very different and and i, I don't I'm not, this is not legacy of I'm looking for a bronze statue somewhere, right? I don't think anybody who's thinking about this thinks, oh, yeah, I want, I want a library named after me. I want the wing name, you know, like, no, this is not that, right? This is how, how do we impact the future generations who will impact others in their sphere and their rings? It's like the ripples in a pond, right? We're going to throw that rock far out in the middle and watch the ripples just go, uh, across the entire lake and then bounce back from the shore and come back again. So that's what we want to do from a legacy standpoint. And that's, that's the goal. I think when you talk about family legacy, it's that from a faith based grow the kingdom kingdom work, not just, you know, a commerce. Yeah. I think that's kind of the heart of this entire podcast. Uh, I don't think it could be summed up any better because that is our heart is to have conversations that inspire people to live with intention, whether that's in their marriage, 
or it's with their family or in their business or as leaders, because that's what it's all about. We all have influence. Every single one of us, whether you think you have influence or not, you are influencing someone and you are either influencing them for good or for bad. And I think we need to choose wisely the things that we speak the things that we say, our words are very powerful and they can can make an impact. They can encourage and inspire someone or they can deflate someone and cause harm to someone. Or if it's beyond our words, it's our actions. We can do things yeah. that, that build people up and help people along, or we can do things that set them back or cause them harm. And I think just think it's important to understand that we all have influence and then how can we make a lasting impact with that influence? I think we'd all be shocked if we got to have our own It's a Wonderful Life. Like if you could see what the world would be like without you, you would be shocked. Like I think most people would be shocked. They don't realize how many rings of influence they have and how many people's lives are changed, sometimes very small and sometimes very big. But they don't always realize that. And you don't always know. You don't always find out, right? Once you turn the corner, you don't see what happened behind you. And I think people would be shocked if they realize that. So wield that responsibly and be very much careful about how you do that. Because like, like what you just said, right? You don't, we don't know what that influence is like. So treat it very respectfully and do it the right way. Yeah, I'll 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 end the episode with with this thought. So, I've been studying the book of Kings and in the book of Kings there's a story of Jezebel who's married to Ahab. And King Ahab goes to to buy a vineyard and he wants to buy a vineyard. And he goes to this man and the man says, "No, I can't sell you my vineyard because this is our family heritage. Like there's, you know, was within the family for a long period of time. And so Ahab comes home. He tells his wife, I really want this vineyard. I tried to go get it from the man. You know, he he won't sell it to me. And Jezebel takes things into her own hands and she goes and has that man killed so that Ahab can have this vineyard. And, and as I was reading that, I just thought, women, we have so much power and influence with our husbands. Not that we're going to go out and kill people because they don't do business dealings with them, but how are we treating our husbands on a daily basis? Are we are we gentle and kind and loving? It's the same for husbands. Like the way you treat me makes me, I, I rise up when you treat me in love and kindness. And and we all have the ability to have that influence on other people. But that influence, I really believe it starts in the heart of our home. It starts with who we are. You know, it's it's that um, saying that, you know, what you do in the dark is, is who you really are. So when you're at home and you're not out in public in front of everybody, how are you treating your, your spouse? How are you treating your children? And then how can we look for ways beyond our family to have influence. And then that's where we get into the conversation about generations and, and legacy. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us again on the Spark Influence podcast. I hope that this conversation has been inspiring to you. If it has, would you please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts and let us hear from you. We'd love to know what episodes are resonating with you and what you'd like to hear more of. So thanks again for joining us today.